Hi, I'm Dina Farrell, and this is the Prioritize Focus podcast. This is where you'll get encouragement, whether you are a time management flunky, a serial goal getter, or distracted by SOS, that's shiny object syndrome. This is for the entrepreneurial woman who may have forgotten what a valued, amazing lady she is. Val, that's you. This is your reminder that the world needs that God-given dream that you've been harboring in your heart. And it's time to make it a reality while living and dealing with your actual reality. If you're ready, let's get started. Joy in planning? Hmm. Is there really joy in planning? I don't know, but that's what we are going to dig into and talk about today. Um, planning and joy aren't typical things that you would pair together or two words that you would plan together. Maybe unless you are planning a bridal shower or a baby shower or birthday, anniversary, graduation, or whatever that is that um, brings this excitement and this thought of joy in planning, maybe something like that, right? And there's a beginning, you know, at the beginning, you are excited and there's joy in that planning, but then it begins to wear off when the minutia of details and deadlines start creeping up. And by the time that exciting event or thing that you've been planning gets closer or happens, you are either maybe exhausted or aggravated, right? Ever been there? <laughs> On the other hand, when it comes to, um, you know, planning our weekly, our daily, and, you know, even monthly and beyond tasks, most of us gravitate towards feelings of I have to, I need to, I better, um, and maybe even some dread. Anyone tend to move towards those procrastination tactics when you start planning out your week or your day um, and you start getting into it? I know I do this all the time with my 30-day planner for crying out loud, I published and created and came up with a 30-day planner because um, that long-term planning, I started to procrastinate more and more. And after getting to the root of, okay, when you procrastinate something that you plan to do, and that is a goal, there's a deeper root and issue there. Um, I could talk more about that later, but in the 30-day planner, um, it keeps me and those who use it focused on the short term. You know, small wins stack up to big progress. So by planning in short bursts and short increments and in the 30-day planner, there are weekly reviews. There are daily, you know, recording your wins and your wines for that day and, you know, your top priorities. And um, it really helps, you know, move the ball forward. But Getting back to this joy in planning, um, 
recently I spent some time reviewing my own goals, as I often do, in an effort to get to the root of why some were making progress and some not so much. And like I kind of alluded to, these procrastination tactics. Have you ever done that? Um, even when you sit down to plan something and you're like, okay, I'm going to plan. I need my planner. Wait, I I'm, let me go get a cup of coffee. Sit down. Oh, I, I need my highlighter. Oh, where's my favorite pen? Right? We do this to ourselves because maybe mm, there's not so much joy in planning. You know, we're excited about the goal, but we're less excited about the, um, let's say, preparation and perspiration that it's going to take in order to create that transformation. Okay. So as I started doing my research and I went on the hunt for helpful resources in, you know, really digging into how come I'm not making progress and typical to, you know, how I research things, you know, books, blogs, articles, even my own personal journal notes. And um, if you are someone who journals, I encourage you, yes, it's so important to journal and get that stuff out of your head initially, but also make time to go back and reread those because not only will you find repeat patterns, you will find answers to things that were problems before or that you solved. And again, it makes you feel good. There's so much that can be said in that. Um, but the answer to this particular time frame and, you know, not finding the joy in my planning and just why am I not making progress and why am I, you know, tagging on so many procrastination tactics? All of a sudden I need a snack, you know, all of a sudden, oh yeah, let me text that person and see how they're doing. Like what? Um, the answer came from a very old book and maybe you're familiar with it. Maybe you eh, know that it's a good resource but you don't really pick it up and use it, or maybe you don't even think of it as a resource. For me, it's my Bible. And um, one of these days, I'm going to actually show you and walk you through um, the, the colors and the notes and the things that I find in here. But most of it I do share with you. But today, specifically, here's what I found, okay? And I want to say about the Bible, no matter where you are in your faith, scale, there's no disputing the depth and lessons and wisdom in one of the oldest and, by the way, best-selling nonfiction book of all time is the Bible, which is why it's usually my number one go-to resource. Anyway, what I found that helped me gain a new perspective when it comes to planning and ultimately achieving my goals comes from Philippians 3, 12 through 16. And um, you can reference that. But I found that when you plan with joy, in order to gain traction, and really on the action that you need toward achieving your biggest, scariest, and seemingly out of reach goal, it takes three things. And they spell joy, 
J-O-Y. What am I talking about? Let's dig in. So the J is for jet. And the very first verse here in Philippians 3, verse 12, not that I have already obtained all of this or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that which Christ Jesus took hold of me. I press on. J is for jet. I don't have to have it all figured out in order to press on toward my goal. Think about it. With that weight of not having to know it all first, I can have the confidence to literally go like jet towards my goal with joy. <laughs> and the more that I do that, the more that I learn. Either way, it's making progress. How about O? O is for omit. What does that mean? Let's take a look at verse 13. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do know, forgetting what is behind and straining toward that which is ahead. So omit, omit what? In order to move forward toward my goal, the in front of me right now, what I'm working on, I have to leave the past behind. Learning to let go of yesterday in order to reach for tomorrow, it's not only always easy, but it's so worth it. So take the lessons from yesterday and apply it to today, but let's not wallow in what went wrong yesterday and drag it into our today. So omit, omit that nonsense, okay? Deal with your past so that it no longer defines your future. Whew, that'll put some joy in your steps, right? And lastly, why? Why is for yet. Or even more so, verse 14 says, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us, verse 15, all of us who are mature should take such a few view of things. And if at some point you think differently, that that too, God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we've already attained. So why is for yet? I haven't, I haven't gotten there yet. So let's remember that. But also, it could be for yield. Yield to the process. Commit to the work and embrace the anticipation of yet. Learn to find satisfaction, <clears throat> joy, in the progress that you're making. Adopt the mindset of I can and I will. I may not have it all figured out, but I will the more I do and the more I keep going. When it comes to what you're learning, 
go with it with the intent to imply it. We need to stop becoming information hoarders. That's what we do. We find good information and we sit on it. Or worse, we keep looking for more information that's going to confirm the good information that we just found instead of taking action and applying. In order to have traction, you have to take action. So if you've been with me for any amount of time, you know that I have this love and excitement for a good acronym to encourage doable action. And um, especially when it comes to making progress toward our biggest goal. And I would hope that you agree that this one, joy, J-O-Y, jet, press on toward your goal, omit, leave yesterday with yesterday, and don't let your past define your future. And why for yet or yield to the process? Keep it about joy and you will make progress. And the best part, you may actually begin to feel joy in your life. Now, for those of us who are familiar with using this best selling book, um, joy is a fruit of the spirit. And in order to have a fruit, there first needs to be a seed. That seed needs to be nurtured and watered in order for it to grow to the point that it bears fruit. So remember, when it comes to bearing fruit and the things that are, you know, fruits of the spirit, um, those are results, not goals. Whew. Stop trying to make joy um, the goal when in actuality it's a, re it's a result. So I don't know about you, but progress towards my goals and feeling joy, that's a win. So I hope that this was helpful and that my prayer is that you are learning to keep the joy in your plans for the sake of your goals because I am right there with you in the midst doing the exact same thing. You can um, follow me over on the usual channels or you can even email me. I would love to hear from you. Dina at dinafarrell.com. I'm not um, a very big, I don't want to say uh, presence over on social media. I have the social media channels, but um, texting and email. That's kind of my jam and where um, private messaging and things like that. So thank you for joining me. I hope that you have answered that question. Is there really joy in planning? Now I hope that you think, yes, there can be joy in planning. I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to share it out, by all means, do that on your social media platforms if you'd like. We can stay connected at dinafarrell.com and where you can see the latest updates, blog posts, subscribe to my e-newsletter, or just kind of see what I'm up to. I'd love to connect with you outside of this podcast. Again, thanks for joining me. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. 
and I will see you on the next episode.